welcome to our first in-person field trip. In this post-COVID world. In this post-COVID. And, oh God, what was the phrase um, they were using during the pandemic? Uh in these challenging times. Um, yeah. In a world where 100% of people are fully vaccinated and COVID doesn't dare show its face <laughs> in this neck of the woods. Yeah, certainly not with a new strain. <laughs> Anyways. COVID's got a brand new strain. <laughs> but no COVID here because we are back in the world of field trips. Well, yeah, we because we did a few field trips over Zoom. Yes, we did. There were not some, there were field trips of the mind. Yeah, yeah, they were in a field trip in spirit, the, yeah. like the way that Victorian children look at picture books of other countries and like, one day, me too. Yeah, one like day that. I'll be in Charles Phoenix's yeah. uh, <laughs> 50s wonderland. Yeah, I'll be in his time machine box. <laughs> yeah, with his dog that he goes around, has historical adventures with. <laughs> but this, is, yeah, this is a brand new edition of the Meekly Music Box. The last one we did was right, right Wait. when the lockdown. No, not Meekly Music Box. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what is this called? <laughs> Alex Evans didn't know that we made him play music, but when we put a ukulele in his hands, he knew what to do. Um, yeah. So how many is this? Like this is your first album. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have first timers on this. <laughs> a little more street cred before we do that. <laughs> I, he didn't think he added it in him, but that aria he sang was. <laughs> Out of this world. Yeah. But yeah, this is not a Meekly Music Box. No. This is a field trip. Field the trip. last in-person field trip we did was released right when the quarantine was started with yeah. Paul Haddad at when we were right... At, we were, what was it? Rattlesnake Park? Is that what it's it, called? It was something like Rattlesnake <laughs> Park, which is... Uh, it's a trap. It's a known uh, Admiral Akbar spot. Yeah, that was the last one we did, and we released it like the day after quarantine hit, so everyone's like, you monsters. Yeah, yeah, because we animals. recorded it like a month before. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we, we finally... This is one we wanted to do for what Forever. since like the first field trip we ever did like yeah we started it and we're like what if we could do this at the bob baker marionette theater it was a little like that yeah and here we are we finally got to go to the bob baker marionette theater invited invited even better yeah our ban was lifted <laughs> the way we prefer it has been a, a long dream of both of ours to get to talk to um a puppet a puppet. Uh, <laughs> no, just to, to hang out with the Bob Baker people and chit chat and see what they're all about. It was everything we had hoped it was. It was. It really was. Like yeah. like all of like what you think of that place, it's like exactly what you imagine behind the scenes. Like everybody's really nice. And then behind the scenes, it's just like puppets everywhere, mm -hmm. boxes of felt. Yeah. And just like, oh, this is, uh, these are the drawings that they did to try to recreate Snow White and the Sw Seven Dwarves in yeah. 1939. Yeah. The, they were both behind the stage, behind the curtain, which was a uh, like everything I've ever wanted to, to just like peruse and then we went upstairs to the little archive area and like what you know staff area and that was another like weird daydream space where it's like oh this is the library and this is the record library and eh, yeah. just like a bunch of boxes that we're still trying to sort and also a guy behind the behind the scenes who during the entire show unbeknownst to anybody was crafting more puppets <laughs> this little gnome of a man cra crafting all these puppets but yeah because they took us uh, backstage after yeah. they gave us a full tour of the whole theater and also we uh, you were recognized by one of our listeners Bionic Dave who was with Hi Bionic Dave he was, hello, Bionic Day. He was with the guy whose birthday it was. And then he then saw me shoveling ice cream into my mouth. He was like, oh, 
Oh, Daniel. <laughs> That's You literally have like a, a five out of six chance to see you shoveling ice cream in your mouth. It happens so often. It, the surprise would be like, oh, you're not eating ice cream. You can't be Daniel. You're not eating junk food. <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's like Henry Winkler walking around and he's like, eh, anybody right? And then he's like, how about, hey? And then everyone's like, oh, oh the Fonz. Fonzie. That's how I know you. Yeah. If you see a guy shoveling ice cream into his mouth ab- amongst a bunch of kids, you know, you know, it's you me. Know. <laughs> uh seeing the, because I've gone to maybe like four or five shows at the Marionette Theater and I have such a reverence for the puppets that going backstage and seeing them hung up like inanimate objects, I felt like I was, uh, I like wanted to shudder my eyes. Like I shouldn't have been seen. Like I I'm know. looking through a keyhole that I shouldn't be looking into. And when we went backstage, they all like covered up their chests and, <laughs> and groins. My word. Yeah. My- <laughs> Occupied. <laughs> so the per- the reason we were there was to talk, well, not the, re- the reason we loved being there. We got to yep. see the show, which is the Hooray LA show, which is a, if you love LA history yes. and you love puppets, yeah. which I know whoever's listening to this falls into both of those categories, it is a show that encapsulates like the entire history of LA through yeah. puppets and songs. And it was it was perfect. Like it was exactly up our alley. It was so yeah. great. I don't know if I, I if I was talking to you and Alex about it or if I. I don't know if we were recording or not, but I was like, I wonder how far back they're going to go. And the show opens with thanking the 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 tongue, tongue like the people. Peach people. The, yeah, it goes way back. It, co- it covers like you know oil. It covers it covers the tar pits, which historic was days. Maybe my favorite part was the tar pit thing. Yeah. Because it had a dinosaur of sorts, a woolly mammoth, not a dinosaur. Okay, I get it. We've been corrected already. Yeah. Yeah, we've been brought to our knees before. I get it. Okay, I get it. Adam and Eve rode Tyrannosaurus Rexes. I believe you now. So we got to see the Hooray LA thing, which is going on until September 10th. So you can see that. Yeah, and you should. Which you absolutely should see that. And coming up after that, you got to get ready because the Halloween spooktacular is coming, which we saw a few years ago together. Yeah. Uninvited. We, <laughs> we rushed the box office. Oh, we snuck in through a vent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we dressed up as puppets and we snuck in. Yeah. We watched it Huckleberry Finn style. <laughs> it was our puppet funeral and we just yeah. wanted to see it. So yeah, you definitely should see the Halloween spooktacular coming after that. But who we talked to today for this interview is Alex Evans, who is the co-executive director and head puppeteer of the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. And we did it, like you were saying, in their music library. So we were just surrounded by like all of the old vinyl that yeah. Bob Baker had collected for inspiration. And at one point he's like, oh yeah, I think it's right here. And, yeah, and he yeah. just like pulled out the exact record. Like they that, do in movies. Oh, I yeah. think I saw that the other day. And like, like a pretend sifting, but he knew exactly where it was supposed to go the whole yeah. time. Like, oh, right here. He's also a robot. We forgot to mention <laughs> I wanted to reverse Pinocchio there. Like I wanted to become a puppet, I know. a wooden, a small wooden boy. Please. I want to stop being a real boy. <laughs> they want money from me. The government. When you wish upon a dying star. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- this was like, he was so nice. Alex yeah. was so nice and he was so generous with this time because he had uh, way more interesting places to go than to sit there and talk to us. But yeah. he was really nice to us. He took so much time showing us everything and he was he was great. He's so talented at yeah. do, at what he does there. 
and other places. I I don't mean to discount his talent elsewhere. Sure, sure, sure. But I, I'm sure he's good at jump rope. But <laughs> we're gonna test him next time we see him. <laughs> it was great. Thanks yeah. to everybody there who set it up. Mary, who helped to organize all this. And yeah, we I I learned I learned something as well. <laughs> I think I truly found myself within the halls of that little theater in Highland Park. <laughs> as I stood backstage and stared into the eyes of an onion, <laughs> I knew who I finally was. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it, this, this is one of the, like we kind of hammer it home a lot in the interview, but this is like one of the most unique and special places in yeah. the city and there's nothing else like it. Yeah, absolutely. Except maybe Chuck E. Cheese at its best is this place at its worst. Yeah, yeah. They, there's a gray area there, sure. <laughs> the Venn diagram is uh, uh, small and frightening. <laughs> but just to do, you know, whether they invited us or not, whether they recognized us in our seats or not. Uh, it, <laughs> Which I insisted they did. Make sure to say something nice when you walk by Greg. It, it's, it's a wonderful space and I was so lucky. And every time I go, I feel so lucky to be there. And also icing on the cake, playing the organ music is Ed Torres, who That's we right. did feature in a music box. That that's why I was so confused. I'm not just stupid. I'm also confused. Yeah, it's two <laughs> things. You're multi-talented. <laughs> this place, uh, like, I, I feel like we're slowly working through. And next time, we're going to interview the cleaning crew. Yeah. And then we're going to interview the social media. Like, it, it, <laughs> like, we're slowly working our way through the entire Bob Baker Theater. That's how much we love this place. I know. And, like, there's a volunteer page. We could, like, clearly sign up. But we're still like, um, but yeah. maybe if we play our cards right, they'll let us hang out yeah. all the time. <laughs> Ten years after trying to figure out how to do podcasts maybe <laughs> we'll get to meet the black cat um i can't meet her i have a girlfriend i i'm not gonna hey, put myself in temptations way my wife couldn't make it that, that <laughs> day so uh yeah when melissa's away daniel plays with the cat my hall pass so if you're new to all of uh this um yes sorry <laughs> but uh we don't know how to turn this off sorry <laughs> uh, this meeting the recording yeah but if you're new to all this, if you came just from Bob Baker, we do a monthly Los Angeles history podcast uh, where we're not always talking about the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. But guess what? This is two episodes in one month that we are. <laughs> so, yeah, you could listen to that. You'll learn about Los Angeles. Uh, wherever you found this, you can find our other episodes. So now let's take a merry little jaunt to yeah. the Bob Baker Marionette Theater in Highland Park with our... Let's just say it. New best friend. <laughs> Calling it now. I'll be at his wedding. I don't know about how he feels about that, but I'll be there. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> I've been banned by the Bob Baker Theater and made my way back in. I can make it into his heart. Here's our interview with Alex Evans at the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. Cue the cute song that's only on one record that's impossible to find. I know. Uh, to the Bob Baker Marionette Library. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you and how long have you lived in L.A.? Uh, my name is Alex Evans from the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. I've been in L.A. since 2007, so okay. whatever that math is. Okay. Where were you before that? So I all over the place. So born in Jersey, the Isle of Jersey, and then England, then New England, then Georgia, New York, um, and then California. So so I guess Georgia, but... <laughs> Um, I was when you said Jersey, I was like, oh, he's from New York. Uh, <laughs> no. you, you sound just like you're from New York. Yeah. <laughs> so you you alluded to, but where are we right now? 
Yeah. So right now we're in the music library of the Bob Baker Marionette Theater, which is um, the oldest and longest running marionette theater in the country. And we just saw Hooray LA is the name of it. That's yes. the show we just saw. Really? Yeah. And it is. How would you? It's a an it's all of the history of LA in an hour. <laughs> yeah, I think if you imagine. Um, uh, the history of LA done in a puppet theater, uh, uh, <laughs> as it was intended, as it was intended, <laughs> at least in my mind, it lives up to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's been around. So the show is the last original show Bob did kind of, um, we're in 1981 is when he oh, started, wow. okay. but he did for LA's bicentennial. So mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was going to ask that who wrote the scripts for, was it, is this his original scripts or? So kind of, it's an interesting question, like very much like everything at the theater is like a living theater. Like every time we mount a show, there's always tweaks or new numbers or new puppets. Um, so, so Bob did the show for LA's Bicentennial, then the Olympics in 84, Bob did the show and there was like changes then. Yeah. Uh, then 2016, we kind of remounted it um, and then made a bunch of changes then. And then in this show, there's a, a whole bunch of changes now. But like that's kind of true to tradition. Like it's just this organic thing, and yeah. done by everybody. It's not mm -hmm. like every like Bob Baker, wonderful, wonderful legend, but truly a name that represents so many artists and people that kind of contributed to the show. Yeah. And the Nicole Kidman line was Bob Baker's original line. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that she knew knew that. Yeah, <laughs> he was so ahead of his time. <laughs> Watching the show, you know, the, the lights dimmed, and I was ready for puppets to come out. And I thought, how far are they going to go back? And then you start the show by thanking the Tongva people. Right. I was like, oh, they're going to go all the, the way beginning. back. Great. Good. This is a good show. I, in the 80s, it was just King Carlos. I mean, this might be a stupid question, but who are these real songs? Not, not real, like songs that pre-existed? Yeah. So vast, vast majority, yes. So it's everything from, um, I don't know, Chorus Line or yeah. The Apple Tree. <laughs> to like Billy Bond's review. Do you guys know Billy Bond's no, review? No. So funny, this is the album out. right behind <laughs> me. Uh, so, like Billy Bond's like had this like LA review show. So it would just have a bunch of talent and just would oh, kind wow. of tour around LA and would um, just like songs about just silly things about L So LA is the opening number of the show is from there. So it's just like a strange, like novelty record about the history of LA. Um, and, but they're all like, some of them are sped up. Like um, mm. some of them are like, like spliced with different songs. So it's very much like, I don't know, maybe I'm just trying to kind of um, <laughs> pretty appropriating someone yeah. else's like, I work, but, um, <laughs> but I mean, it's, de it's definitely essential. It's not like a jukebox musical. Sure. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, it's also the perfect length for the kids who are in the audience to be like, they're not they're not gonna you know this isn't the 15 minute symphony of like it moves pretty quickly yeah kids are a great metric of like yeah. oh like I, they'll tell you exactly when they're bored yeah, yeah. <laughs> i had the revelation today i've been to other shows and i've been to the uh, first theater in uh, echo park and today i really got the sense that the kinds of songs with the puppets with the attitude of the puppets with the theater all are big one big fun cohesive thing together and i had kind of not had that revelation before, but it's all just fun. Like, it's just like spewing fun. Yeah, it's the most beautiful thing to me about the theater is like, it's yeah, it's not just puppets or just music or just scenic stuff. It's kind of everything together. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, yeah, the sum is truly bigger than the parts. Yeah, right. yeah, I agree. I have more questions, but I want to get to the, before before we start going too out of order, and I'm like, <laughs> so uh, who are you again? <laughs> Alex, what do you do here? I am the co-executive director and head puppeteer. And you've been doing this since... 
So 2007, I started like actually like, interning in the music library, helping Bob oh, right. digitize things to uh, CDs at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, but uh, I forgot the question. Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how long have you been doing? Jersey is where? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how long have you been with Bob Baker? I guess I'm asking. So since, I mean, two, really 2007. So when I started, the theater was kind of like in this big transition. Bob was in his like mid to late eighties. And truly I found this like magical place. And I just like asked to do as much as I possibly could from the puppet shows to like doing the posters or working on the website or, you know, whatever, name it. And like, this sounds maybe a little morbid, but like Bob was getting older and older and mm. Bob at this point was doing everything. So like mm. the void of things that needed to get done was just bigger and bigger and bigger until, um, you know, Bob passed away and myself and the other puppeteers at the time were like, okay, let's keep it going. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was no clean succession of this is what's going to happen. It was just like, oh, this is just what's happening. Yeah. When I was doing research for the Bob Baker Farb, Bob Baker episode, I was so happy to hear that there were people under him who could just like pick it up and move on. So thank you for that. Thank you and the whole team for that. That's fantastic. It's yeah. crazy to me that you knew Bob Baker. Like he feels like a mythical, you know, yeah. like he died 400 years ago. How did you know Bob Baker? <laughs> but uh, that's that's crazy. But what what is, I'll, I'll do one question at a time. How did you get into puppetry then? So before Bob Baker Marinette Theater, I no background in puppetry whatsoever. Like if you asked me about marionettes, I would have said like dolls and strings, like um, <laughs> that weird room in Mr. Rogers house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I was like kind of in the stop motion, but truly mm -hmm. just a kid in film school, just trying to, I don't know, figure everything out. Yeah. And, but just ended up Googling Los Angeles puppets and like thinking it would be like a cool, like, in fact, I think I was trying to kind of intern with the, the kill clowns from Mars um, or for kill clowns from out of space people. Yeah. Um, we all are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to get that intention. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Googled Los Angeles puppets and the theater came up and it just blew me away. It just saw a show and was like nothing like it. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, this place is fascinating. And, it, and all my like, like friends at the time were like like hey you know this is like a serious like film program we gotta like um <laughs> intern all these like sets mm -hmm. and things like that and they're like oh no this place seems like really interesting <laughs> so just like stuck with it and and truly a testament to the community of the theater like the culture like it wasn't the professional wasn't the, like it was just like a, this like family that just encouraged everybody to kind of be part of it and i was just so happy to be part of it it's a pretty small as far as i can tell there's not that many how many people are in here right now? Because <laughs> there are what, like what, five puppeteers on stage? Today, Six. Yeah. yeah so, five, so normally about five puppeteers on stage, and then there's like two front of house people. I think our total staff is like thirty people, which oh. is crazy big right now. Because <laughs> when, when I started, there was like yeah, total five people. Oh. But but it, but a lot of it's been a return. When Bob started in the sixties. His team was huge, you know. He had and working with like people like Morton Hack, who designed Planet of the Apes, kind of <laughs> was Bob's like set designer, and had a crazy team. So the when I started the theater, like and I don't want to paint it poorly, but like you know, it was clearly had seen better days, mm -hmm. and the lot like the biggest, I want to say motivating factor, but everyone just wanted the theater to kind of reach this like glory that everybody like felt right. was around. So kind of growing to that big of a crew, um, not necessarily for just the, for the size of the crew, but just to kind of do the things we want to do. Yeah. Like, so today we had two shows is 
two different shows out on, on the road. The ones in the Long Beach uh, Halloween. Uh, oh, the uh, summer midsummer scream. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think this weekend is like ten different shows oh, in like four really? different locations. Oh, it was. Yeah. I think was it Halloween Horror Nights or maybe it was just Knott's Berry Farm when I was there. There was a th- I missed it, but there was a Bob Baker show going on there. The Halloween Spooktacular is at yeah. uh, yeah. Knott's, oh, okay. Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah. know that. I've been telling him he needs to go to Knott's Berry Farm and he keeps saying, no, Knott's Berry Farm, no, yeah. no. <laughs> It's more than pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say when you walk in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, is a, so head, what is the role of the head puppeteer? It's everything and, 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 <laughs> everything and nothing at the same time. It's, um, it, it, I mean, I guess artistic director, maybe like another theater group mm. like, may, may call it, like, but... It's a, it's such a collaborative thing with the whole team of kind of everybody's contributing to like, what should this routine do? Or like, how should these puppets look? And, and so on. So like I take a, a role of autistic director or even director, especially with a show like this, that's like made by Bob and a team like 30, 40 years ago. It's, it, it's, it's a weird thing where it doesn't like feel like I'm, I'm doing anything individually. Right. It's like, it's just collaboratively. Yeah. Who comes up with the choreography? Like, was that from the original thing? Or is that sort of everyone's like, what if we did this? So there was this like really like, grainy, like like VHS tape of the 84 um, show. And if you watch it seven days later, you turn into a puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they come from. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the staff were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so the, that that was kind of the base reference, but also that's choreography is all done for the old theater. Mm-hmm. So the new theater is largely the same, but like slightly different. So there's a lot of adaptation. So it, it it's all of us. Like it's all we have. We have Bobos, Cocos, and Totos are like uh, tiers of puppetry, uh, <laughs> and the like Bobos that kind of like the lead the puppeteers who kind of collaborative will like okay, let's figure out exactly what we're gonna go, and mm-hmm. then the Totos are kind of. The, the next level people that kind of you know have the mid to lead parts, mm-hmm. and then the totos are the new puppeteers who are just learning, who eventually will be totos and bobos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't have that. We're, we're, yeah, we're saying this like yes, of course, bobos yeah, yeah. and totos, because it's like it really like I was watching. I was like, this is like a ballet of because if one of you makes a wrong step. There's so many strings and why, like the whole, everybody can get tangled yeah. up like immediately. And it's, it, it's crazy to watch like everybody finessing around each other. <laughs> Half of rehearsal is, is just the kind of body choreography of where we have to be yeah. when. And it's also like knowing and having the confidence of what comes next. So like things, mistakes happen every show and it's just like be able to bounce back. Yeah. Which right. I'm sure is very similar to like other theaters. I was, I was the whole time like something's going to go wrong. <laughs> I'm going to see like a puppet collapse or something and nothing, nothing, uh, as far as I could tell, nothing, nothing went where you didn't. No, I'll catch you next time. <laughs> like a magic show. <laughs> yeah. I came for the Fiesta show and it was the one with, I think it was an ostrich or a large bird uh, <laughs> dropped the egg. But for there was a hot second where I'm like, oh no, like something got tangled up, and there's two people in one spot. And I, oh no, like we're, I, I, I'm seeing the thing, I'm seeing the car crash, and then it separated, and there was an egg, and the egg hatched, and there was another bird that required strings. I'm like, oh, they're masters; they know exactly what they're doing. They're pros. Why would I think that they're messing up ever? That egg uh, gets tangled so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I got the good show then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why you gotta have a midwife. Yeah. When you do that. I have one more personal question before we get back to the actual questions. Have you ever because? I was in Slovenia a long time ago and there is a puppet like opera house. Like, I I don't know if you've heard of this play. It's a marionette theater, but it like looks like an opera house and they have like a whole marionette museum there. 
I wanted to know if you if you have been there or heard of it. In I mean, Europe's like a whole other story of just their like puppetry. They just treat it. Um, who's, listen, who's listening to this? Uh, <laughs> We're wondering the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You write it down. Let's we'll read it together. Yeah. Oh yeah. But there's the Salzburg, uh, sorry, Salzburg marionettes in in Brussels. I want to say, which is like a world class like opera like like marionette company. Mm-hmm. There's the Czech Republic. It's it's. Um, crazy. There's actually someone who's in the audience today from France who were talking about the Luxembourg Theater, mm-hmm. which, you know, 400 blows, the, they go see a puppet show at one point. Yeah. It's like, that's like in, in oh, the okay. middle of Paris. Um, I thought they did a puppet show of four, 400 <laughs> no, no. blows. <laughs> Slow, but good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so I, I, I don't, don't know that puppet company, mm-hmm. but there are tons. Uh, Unima is the international puppetry, like, um, collective and they have a wonderful website that tells you like every puppet theater. Like the United Nations of puppets. <laughs> I, I know. I, I was like, I'm going to impress him with this one. There's no place like this. <laughs> yeah. They can name like five other places. That... We have a dream for the 2028 like Olympics in LA to oh. kind of reach out to other like puppet companies throughout oh, yeah. the world and do like an Olympics of puppetry oh, cool. here. You should be at the uh, opening ceremony. <laughs> you heard it, heard it first. <laughs> we'll make it happen. <laughs> um, okay, so what is this place's role in the city, the Bob Baker Theater? So what's the theater's role in the city? Um, I can answer that so many different ways. Right. Um, and uh, like sanctuary of sweet is like a term that we use like, yeah. like often where essentially it's just this like get away from the reality of mm-hmm. the city. It's this little like, you know, safe space that is just about joy, about happiness. Yeah. And it's this little sanctuary that's been shared kind of across generations. So all the time we have grandparents that came as kids that brought their kids and now grandkids. And so it's this like shared little like slice of, of, of joy. I mean, so that's like one lens, like an, another lens is like, it's literally a cultural like landmark, you know, it's just, it's been around for a long time. And, um, and you know, this is our 60th year. Oh, wow. So it's literal, a literal part of history. Mm-hmm. And then there's also so many artists and people have kind of come through the doors and collaborated. It's really just a community and a network of creative people. So one of those answers probably right. hopefully answers the question. I, and the place was packed. Like it was, I think, a full house, just yeah. the show we just saw. It's funny that you Sanctuary of Sweet, because I was watching it thinking like, this is so sweet. <laughs> I, like that, that is the word I was thinking. Like this is really sweet. I'm so protective of this space, Old Town Music Hall and The Breakfast Club are the three that I'm like, yeah. nobody touched this. This is perfect. <laughs> this is, there's there's good, nice places for people to go. So for me, not an LA native, like the the theater has been this wonderful portal. Like just to, I, I wonder how I would hear about these places if it wasn't through the theater, like the network of The Breakfast Club yeah. and uh, Old Town and the uh, Velasavi Panorama right. yeah. and just these strange like novelties that are, you know, none of them are like have some big advertising budget. Yeah. So it's, you just kind of hear about it by being in the know, which yeah. is both beautiful, but also like, oh man, you got to know about this. Place. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was, th- I was thinking also, cause we've been talking recently about like the Hollywood bowl has gotten so like all of these places have gotten so expensive mm-hmm. and it's like cost prohibitive to go to a lot of shows at the Hollywood bowl now, but here it's like very affordable and it's like world-class mm-hmm. And you, it's, you will not see anything like it anywhere else in the city. 
But in Europe. No, I mean, we talk about all the time because like, this year we couldn't raise ticket prices or just needed to. But like, I mean, we're, we're a nonprofit, which is like a, a new thing in the past like five years. So it's like supported by donations and grants, including DCA with the city. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's it's just important. Like, we don't want to, you know, make some expensive show that becomes inaccessible for right. profit LA. Yeah. Might be hard to choose. So take your time. What's the most important thing here? <laughs> Me. <laughs> um, I mean, this is such a dodge. Um, but <laughs> My boss. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of this. It's the idea that that nothing's really more important than than else. Like, I think the puppets by themselves, mm-hmm. like you know only means so much without yeah. the kind of the puppeteers that mm-hmm. are around them or through the the scenic or the experience kind of their experience and all the music that's there like like everything's interconnected in a in a, such a crucial way like i i don't i don't know how to answer that yeah. question of the most important thing yeah. but that's the right answer yeah. 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 there isn't you you're the first one to answer correctly yeah yeah <laughs> a good deed shines through <laughs> the next question slightly different but maybe easier what is your favorite thing here? And if it isn't a particular puppet, sidebar, which one is your favorite <laughs> puppet? <laughs> the question comes, comes up all the time. And it, there's so, it truly is akin to like picking a favorite child yeah. mm-hmm. where like everyone has one, but they, they're, they, they're like saying it. Can't say it out loud. I don't know. Quarter. But they're all like beautiful. Like, so I, Demetrius Nova Twinkle Star the Third um, <laughs> is uh, a favorite for sure. But there's like these tap dancing frogs they love. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, the oil rigs in this show, like yeah. mm-hmm. they're truly a, a puppet I saw like that really captivated me and was like, oh, that is yeah. like sums up like things I like about the theater. Yeah. How <laughs> strange it is and beautiful at the same time. Yeah, you pointed out when we were backstage, I didn't realize that the spurting oil was also palm tree esque. It's whatever your imagination wants it to be. It's not supposed to be, but oh. I mean, the little kid said it, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah it is, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> what that kid says goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just did an episode on oil, and I went on a long rant about how the oil derricks have ruined the landscape of the city, and then seeing it in the show, I'm like, oh, they're not that bad. <laughs> okay. As long as they can dance. Yeah. <laughs> Another possible hard one, it's all in my direction. What would LA be like without this place? What do you think? Not a city I would want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Europe's calling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in particular Slovenia yeah yeah um I what would LA be without the Bob Baker Marinette Theater I don't know like a little less fun I I want to say a little less like innocent but like I think the like, innocence is the wrong word it's not as if like like you know the show's so cheeky and right. you know like straddles that line of adult little kids entertainment oh yeah but it, there's something that seems super sincere. Mm-hmm. People say like it's uncynical. Like there's, yeah. there's nothing here that kind of feels like it's too tongue in cheek. Like we had actually a hard time putting the Nicole Kidman kind of thing in the show. It was like, oh, is that too contemporary? <laughs> is it too cynical? Um, but like, like for the most part, like everything here is just like kind and yeah. like, sweet. So it, LA would just be that much less kind. Yeah, one of the things I noticed, cause like a lot of uh, often in the show, the puppets will get right up in a kid's face and the kid, sometimes the kids like, uh, but most of the time they like, they like it's it's i wanted to ask you like what what is it like to make a child happy because they get so happy when the puppet comes up in their face i mean it's not like it like it it's addictive it's the yeah. i mean it's just i mean it's the difference of this or like film puppetry is like it's just immediate gratification mm-hmm. yeah i mean like 
it, it, I mean, it's like, it's what everything strives. Like every like movement of the puppet is like, oh, how is this going to engage a kid or make someone smile or make us happy or build towards that moment? I mean, it's just great. It's just, it's just rewarding. It makes you feel like what you're doing like mean something right. even if that's just a dancing oil rig it's like oh this this means something <laughs> yeah, i guess yeah, yeah. Yeah. That ki- yeah that kid will never forget that a giant dragon came up and, <laughs> and yeah. looked him in the face or whatever <laughs> okay so this next one and mm. I'm, I'm hoping for a scary answer here what's the strangest thing that's ever happened here i assume backstage at night it's just a toy story uh, her, her, all the puppets are smoking back there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cut it out a lot of them do smoke uh, uh, but like we do it like because it's the 60s and like everyone could do that yeah. uh, but this i mean there's never a dull moment like the the phone calls we get of like it was like metallica came down mm. to do um like um like a master of puppets like a right. riff thing i remember seeing a picture i'm like is that metallica <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, so David Arquette, who is like just the nicest person, like a huge puppet fan and just like, like I think deep connections with like vaudeville. I think his grandmother was a vaudeville performer. Forgive me if I'm saying that wrong. But he has a nightclub uh, called Bootsy Bellows in on the Sunset Strip and essentially has puppeteers going to come out and kind of, um, uh, you know, just like, they're, they're kind of like go-go dances, but oh. just like the puppets <laughs> are just there dancing. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's like really fun and it's like, but it's truly there. So we would, we used to go there and bring some of the, the puppets that you can imagine, which ones like the black cat and yeah. whatever would go and, you know, perform until two in the morning of just like <laughs> dancing when people were like spraying champagne everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, that always felt really strange. <laughs> <laughs> and we would go there do like two in the morning and then like, like the next day the puppets would kind of come back smelling like booze and cigarettes. <laughs> we got bags under their eyes. Um, we did, so it didn't last long. Uh, and, and, and truly David is like sincerely probably the kindest person I've ever met. So like very quickly was like, oh, he's, you know, the puppets are, you know, being damaged even in the slightest. He's like, oh, I get to get different ones. Yeah. But uh, that was strange. Yeah, <laughs> David Arquette. He's always the answer for the strangest thing that everyone needs. It's always David Arquette. Yeah, the, the names you guys got for the telethon was so exciting. Telethon was great. I mean, it's the embarrassment riches of a place like the theater, where like it's it's has such goodwill for like everybody. Yeah. So it's real. It's just not hard to just make us the people that kind of come down, whether it be like Angelino or Dita Montes or mm-hmm. just so many people. So it's like the Rolodex of people that kind of want to contribute and right. like do things. It's, yeah, it's, it's shocking. And for the most part, everybody fits. Everyone, uh, you know, I'll see a name like, oh, they belong there. That's a perfect name <laughs> for that show. Yeah. Maybe Metallica makes perfect sense. <laughs> <to be here. laughs> um, what's this place's best kept secret, you think? Um, I can't, if I say it, they, they really, <laughs> <it doesn't. laughs> it's the combination to the safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We actually have a few mysterious like safes that kind of we even like took from the old theater that like nobody has the combination for and no idea what's inside. This is not. What was it? It was Mickey Cohen's safe. What was that? Oh, what was that? The the one that like Geraldo Rivera. No, it wasn't Mickey Cohen. It was um Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. No. Jimmy Hoffa didn't have a safe. Jimmy Hoffa might have been It is something like safe. that. It is yeah. like, uh, yeah. Some, or somebody they thought killed Jimmy Hoffa. Because they thought Jimmy Mickey Hoffa Cohen? was in the safe. <laughs> Still could be Mickey Cohen. He's not off the table. <laughs> but there's actually, there's a lot of like safes. Supposedly, so in this building, so it's the York Theater, which has been around mm-hmm. since 1923, 
Uh, I suppose there's a basement here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that, so we've had multiple people that said like, oh, I came here when this was a church and like, what are you guys doing in the basement? And we're like, what are you talking about? Like, what basement? <laughs> and, they, and they're like convinced they go to exactly where the entrance door was and we've dug holes in the floor. We've like tried to look for it. That's and, weird. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, really weird. <laughs> I don't want to alarm you, but that's the end of National Treasure. Yeah. yeah. Which I saw <laughs> yeah. The Declaration of Independence is, is here. Nick Cage has been here and like, that was, that, it, wasn't, it, was, it was only strange because it's Nick Cage and he's just he's just he's, awesome. Yeah. Uh, but um, he like, he was here for the, well he was here for the last show of the old theater. Okay. He came, okay. Which was like this crazy like emotion where everyone's like crying as they're performing and they <laughs> just look to your right and Nicholas Cage is there. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that's like so LA too. It, yeah. it's, it's so like celebrity esque. Mm-hmm, like right. there's yeah all those moments. But like what's beautiful about even the show with Nick Cage was here. It's like ah oh, Nick Cage is just a kid alongside all the other kids in yeah, the theater. Right? Did Nick? Did he grow up here? Who knows the answer to this? Where did I believe he said he saw Bob Iger as a kid. Oh wow! Um, I'm, so maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe he's the one in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> so when's the best time to come here? Is no, it's all good time. Yeah, uh, closed. Whenever. <laughs> I mean, the Halloween, um, the spectacular, and like the Nutcracker show are always like the like like buy your tickets straight away. They sell out like, right. like nonstop. But like to be honest, like that's our busiest time, and then we're like tired and doing yeah. that. I feel like if you come just on in a January or a March, like mm-hmm. that's the time where like you ask any puppeteer officer, like, hey, show me around, like tell me secrets oh, or whatever you. it is, like. <laughs> Like, Show me the basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we good. We, we, um, but everyone's open, so the best time would be a good. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, essentially, I don't want to say like, "Oh, come to the Halloween show," because yeah. but it's every show is just as magical. Yeah, it's a warm day today, so getting ice cream after the show oh, yeah. felt particularly rewarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it feels good today. Now in January, yeah. 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 I'll eat it, but yeah. Yeah. hot ice cream. <laughs> and very important question: Where should you park if you want to come here? Great question. So the city lots kind of, um, uh, I want to say Avenue like 51, um, (laughs) kind of, uh, around it. And then, but I mean, there's, there is like street parking kind of along Mm -hmm. Boulevard or on the the streets behind, uh, be respectful of the neighbors. Um, (laughs) I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) One of our fears kind of coming here, like, Oh, what's parking going to be like? Cause it's all old theater where things being grandfathered in. Right. But I know I park here every day. I never have a problem. So yeah, I think it's easier than the old place, right? To an extent, I think. Oh, you had a parking lot at the old theater. So yeah, it, 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 what the theater? It was, it was weird. Theater didn't own it, and it was always like, like we were, many shows were like, like they would start towing cars. We're like, wait, wait, they do it. We had a parking lot, but it definitely what did yeah. make it easier. <laughs> the, the, par- the parking enforcement puppet comes in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the. Um, the many intersections of the last theater made it a little bit foreboding on top. Yeah. Know? It was confu- it was a confusing intersection to be yeah. in. It gets, it feels, it's bittersweet because it's such like, it's like, like personal connection to that old mm-hmm. space and it's just, just beautiful, like yeah. handcrafted thing. But like, yeah, it's like tucked away under this bridge. Like, um, there's not much like surrounding kind of like, you know, like there's no like, like high street you can walk down yeah. and kind of go get food. Right. Um, so it, it just feels so much it feels great here. Yeah. yeah. It feels like much closer to like a community of people. Like you you must get like a lot of people just off the street. Like, what's this? You could spend the whole rest of the day 
here after the show. Yeah. Well, that, that ties into the last question. Best place to eat around here also. Before we get to that, yes. I have a dream, <laughs> if anyone's listening. Uh. So the old theater, so we le- left that there, supposedly going to build apartments, give it 20 years, I bet they're not going to build apartments. <laughs> yeah. But sure. the dream is a millionaire listening to this podcast uh, will be like, well, I got a million dollars and <laughs> the theater can buy the old building, turn it into like a school and oh, a museum space. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. And still keep this theater as like the you know main hub. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening, you have uh, pr- probably about $5 million. Yeah, yeah. Give half to us. Yeah. And the rest can go <laughs> to our generous listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, favorite, uh, best place to eat here. Bell's Bagels is like truly the best bagel spot in LA. Um, and we get bagels before this. <laughs> yeah. But they, so in... Um, up the street, they're about to open this like, like deli that will be open all day, all day long. Okay. And that's, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Everyone loves Joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolfie's is next door, which is like the vegan option. Kumquat coffees. So the people, AJ, who um, owns uh, Kumquat, used to come to this church when he was a kid. Oh, wow. uh, and they're just nice people. And you go inside the Kumquat coffee and it's, just this like peaceful calm place that you can just tell it's just like the coffee and the and the, the food and the pastries and the tea it's all just made with love and it just feels like yeah. that in there bagels at bells coffee at kumquats yeah it's a good morning hot chicken at wolfie's <laughs> yeah. yeah that's my breakfast <laughs> well those are all of our official questions Do you have anything else i got i got all my uh yeah i crammed all my questions i just have a bunch of comments about how much of a fan i am of this theater so i'll let you go first and i'll jam that in somewhere i don't have any more questions i do you want i can ask you about slovenia again. <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah I, thank you uh, we've been yeah. looking forward to we've been wanting to do a bob baker interview for what like eight years yeah, eight or years, something think, yeah and now we have the clout <laughs> yeah. to finally be able to <laughs> the city respects us we have millionaire listeners <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this was this was very exciting yeah, for yeah us. thank you so much for giving us a tour and putting on a great show not for us i mean for, for us but also a room full of people as well yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't care about anyone else <laughs> 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 yeah when you threw the marionettes at us <laughs> at yeah Alex, thank you for sitting with us and talking to us no, it's sincerely like i'm not from la and it's so i truly discovered the Outside of LA, everyone thinks of LA as like mm-hmm. movies and this, you know, yeah. like not much cultural things. And so, but LA is just filled with culture and history and, and beauty. And thank you both for having something that kind of celebrates all of that. Yeah. No, this is, this is really such a unique place. It, it, it's so, it's very special. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be doing free advertising for the rest of my life. We have sure. been. I yeah, feel like we, we have been, been for years. <laughs> we, every chance we get, we bring up the Bob and now we get paid to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs>